Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of Red Street Suits where we talk about wrestling every time, all the time. And today we're going to be doing something a little different because we just had AEW's All Out 2021. And instead of doing the usual critiquing of the matches and whatnot, I think I'm just going to do a little, I don't know, editorial about it. Because I think we might just seen the greatest pay-per-view in the past decade or so. And I think they did such a phenomenal job from start to finish. And I'm saying this with no ego. I'm saying this not to, you know, um, get a pop out of people and everything like that. But I think we just did see an entire pay-per-view that was 100% perfect from start to finish and boy was that a finish you know the show started out with a great pre-show the first match was just a ripper of a match you know and from there we just saw a great Japanese style wrestling match and we had our first, our first, you know, surprise with uh, Minoru Suzuki going, you know, head hunting the one and only John Moxley, which seems interesting because due to the fact that Moxley actually beated him while he was gunning for his IWGP U.S. Heavyweight Championship, and the matches kept getting better and better and better, you know. With Britt Baker and Chris Sandlander, Chris Sandlander, and the masterpiece of a master class of a tag team match of the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks in the Steel Cage match, which I will say hands down the best cage match ever. Either singles or tag team. Well, let me take that back. I think tag team. And they did such a masterclass from there, from start to finish. No words can. My, all I'm just gonna say this: whatever I say about it, it it will not do it justice. You would just have to see it for yourself. It was that perfect of a cage match, and this and they did this two about two years ago when they did the the Escalera de la Muerte match. Or translated to, you know, the Stairs of Death match. And that was also a master class. And that was quite possibly one of the greatest ladder matches for a tag team in a long time. Or quite possibly ever. And then we had our second surprise with, with Ruby Soho coming out. To thunderous cheers. To, to people, you know, shouting her names out. Shouting her name out, shouting it to the to the you know to the heavens, welcoming a, a conquering hero. And I thought, and I thought that was great. And if you saw her expression, you saw the happiness, and looked like she almost wanted to cry. You knew she was back home. She was where she wanted to be. She was in her happy place. 
eventually she did win uh beating out Santa Rosa but every woman in that in that uh battle battle royal was a phenomenal you know some were a little bit better than others others were a little bit more cheeky than others but um but overall this was a great battle royale and if you guys didn't really pay attention to it or not to it or not you'd be surprised there was a little bit of of uh storytelling not with you know within the wrestlers themselves but also planted new seeds for other matches down the road you know Anna Jay and Ty Conti going against uh Penelope Ford and the Bunny could be a you know a tag team maybe we're gonna have that ill fatal you know that that dream of a of a women's tag team belt Diamante and um, Big Swole they're continuing their their rivalry and to a great way yeah sorry about that and uh, what else do we have uh, Thunder Rosa with Nyla Rose or Nyla Rose going against um, legit Layla Hirsch the seeds are planted there we didn't even bother to look at it or pay attention to that, but the seeds were planted there. Who knows what it's going to go on? And then we had the match that we all been waiting for. The grand return of CM Punk. Going against the living dead of the man that is known as Darby Allen. And they did not disappoint. Traded blows, traded moves, traded signatures. When we saw his first go to sleep and everybody just erupted hell. I even popped to it. I didn't pop crazy as I did when I saw Minero Suzuki. And I hope, I hope this is not a one and done thing with Minero Suzuki. And I hope, maybe, please, they can do big, they can bring over Suzuki gun and go and go to war over there. Or, I'll suggest something a little bit later down the road. But I digress. Punk and, Al and Alan did a hell of a match. It was great. It wasn't too long. It wasn't too short. It was just right. Pacing and everything was great. And we got to hear the one, two, three of CM Punk winning. And I thought that was phenomenal. Who would have thought someone that we haven't seen wrestling in seven years did not miss a step, did not miss a beat, and surely was still good back then as he is today. And then I forgot I overshotted the MJF and Chris Jericho match. A very simple, easy heel versus baby face. But the storytelling and the movements and everything was just picture perfect. Just what you wanted. And you couldn't ask for a better finish and a twist as well. It was basically watching a play. Or a theater play. And it was great. 
And then we had um, Paul White going against QT Marshall. That was also great. A lot of people think that it was a boring match. I thought it was a palate cleanser and it was at the right place at the right time because we needed something to go to, you know, to slow down the pace, slow down the adrenaline, make sure that we're still alive, we're still in our seats, still catching our breaths after we were seeing great match after match after match after match. And then we get to the main event. Kenny Omega and Chris and Christian Cage. Hell of a hell of a match. Reminding me a lot of their rampage match for the Impact Championship, which was good. It looked like they piggybacked from it, which was not bad either. I don't have anything wrong with that. But it was here. At the end of it. At the end. They brought out not one, but they brought out two. Adam Cole. And Brian Danielson. You couldn't ask for a better way to finish. A pay-per-view that was 100% solid. That was 100% near perfect. Yeah, there was a little bit of flaws, a little bit of hiccups here and there. But you know what? You could just pass by them and they were still great. I think we just saw a pay-per-view that quite possibly could be the best pay-per-view of this year had the match of the year so far with the Lucha Brothers and um, the Young Bucks. And now, even after this pay-per-view ended a day later, it's still the talk of the town. It feels important because it is important. They just literally just showed everybody how to do. They they literally just left the blue, the blueprint out there to how to book a near perfect pay per view. No one didn't come out looking weak here. No one didn't look look stupid. No one didn't look weak at all. No one didn't. You know, they booked the right endings. They 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 told great storytelling, great professional wrestling, and surprises left and right that no one didn't see coming. Well, maybe Ruby Soho, but darling's the world to her right now. And without a doubt, I think this is the best pay-per-view in the past 10 years. And a very important one because now, now, we're going to see how everyone else is going to react to this. I know Impact is doing strong right now, being very consistent for what they're doing. You know, NWA is right now looking really great after their anniversary show and strong. New Japan is already gearing up for their G1 Climax, so we already know that's already going to be a banger as it is already. AAA, CMLL are right now on the wakes of going back to their former glory. 
and every other and every other indie scene here from here to Timbuktu to Japan to, to Ciudad de Mexico and Europe is already gearing up to show the world we're here we're alive and this is why we love what we do this is why we love wrestling And I think we might have to see what WWD is going to respond to this. Are they going to now do what they need to do? Are they going to respond the way that they're going to do it? Because remember, we just we just saw an instant classic pay-per-view with many instant classic matches. And if they keep doing what they're doing, maybe we might see another WCW, WWE again. But with the roles reversed. I don't know. I could be wrong. I digress. But still a hell of a pay-per-view. If you guys haven't had time to watch it, do yourself a favor make the time sit down and watch this and it will remind you why we fell in love with this beautiful sport of pro wrestling and why we love pro wrestling as a whole and that I can call it a good day and I wouldn't have it any other way Well then, folks, thank you for listening. Thank you for my uh, listening to this little editorial about AEW um, All Out 2021. Um, hope you guys have a wonderful day. Hope you guys have a wonderful week. Take care. Have a good one. We'll be back on our regularly scheduled program this upcoming week, talking about more things about wrestling. And uh, yeah, and we'll definitely see how everyone is reacting to this. Of monumental event and see where not only WWE but also AEW where are they moving forward now so let's just wait and see until then I am Captain Katz thank you guys so much for listening hope you guys have a wonderful time have a wonderful week stay safe out there do what you gotta do and remember keep on watching wrestling and have a good one